and don't rush do not rush do not do not rush all right take your time good things take time it's okay <laughs> take your time and then release it only when you know you're ready and do it for yourself dude because it will only work out when you're satisfied if you've been following the YouTube scene of Bangladesh from the earlier days, chances are you would have come across the name Asif B. Azad from Bahir Brothers Limited. Asif has been one of the more popular creators from the early days of YouTube entertainment in Bangladesh and has since worked on various creative projects from having his own interview show to directing short films to launching campaigns. His recent stint was being the content producer at Bongo, which is one of the most watched digital entertainment platforms in the country. He's since moved on from Bongo to a few personal projects, one of which is also launching his own podcast, the Bi Brothers Podcast. This also allows him to explore one of his key skills, which is being a host and a showrunner. So welcome to the podcast journey, Asif. In this episode of the State of the Creators Podcast, we cover how you can move from one creative vertical to another, and how you can leverage your content to establish a career online, and the general state of YouTube in Bangladesh. Now I'll get straight to the point here. If you want to help me out to create more podcasts and content, subscribe to the channel, or you can leave a review on iTunes, or better yet, sign up to my fortnightly newsletter where I highlight the best creative content out there. It's free to sign up, so simply go to www.tausifakkas.com and sign up with your email. If you've done any of these at all, thank you so very much. It helps me out a great deal. And finally, without further ado, here is the State of the Creators, episode 1-0, the big 10 featuring Asif bin Alad. Hope you enjoy the show. This is State of the Creators, a show about creative individuals who are on a quest to build something out of nothing. I go a little hyper, so if I go too hard, just gain technique. Correct. And um, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you sing? Mm, no. Have you? Because you're, you're getting into music I, as well, aren't you? I sing. I'm not a singer. That's nice. I um, try to sing. Because if you have, I think if, you, if you've done live shows, they te they teach you this thing. So when you hit high notes, you have uh -huh. to like kind of go back. Right. Um, but obviously, when you're reacting to stuff emotionally, I right. don't think you can think. Oh man, that's so fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just learned the P and the B. Oh man, P and B. Well, um, I've got the, the pop filter, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's kind yeah. of yeah. the main reason. So, the beatbox. I try. Bro, I'm trying to check. Actually, beatbox, he as well. This beatbox, Bangladesh. Yeah, this event, like this, some sort of beatbox finder. In Dhanmundi? I don't know where, but uh, obviously beatbox, beatbox show. Yeah, yeah, beatbox gonna, Bangladesh. Yeah, Mukhtadir yeah. Bhai yeah. is obviously going to do that beatbox stuff. Beatbox Yeah, beatbox show, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool to see that sort of thing kind of you know, has its own world. And man, content bubble is a real thing. Yep. It's niche, but when you, uh, so I haven't been to those events, but yeah. I saw it on the internet. Dude, they are really into it. Yeah, man. It's um, even music in Bangladesh. Is, yeah. Anyway, this this wasn't meant to be an intro, but it's it's worked out well. I've started recording already. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any intros, FYI. It's All right. So uh, so literally no intros, no uh, hello, good people, none of that. It's literally just straight into questions, smack into questions. Love it. The, I'm gonna make a confession at the end of this podcast. Yeah. If it really works out, but let's just save that for the last. Awesome. Awesome. I'm here on a mission. That's it. Um. Hi. Hi. How are you? Atlantic dude. <laughs> 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 I'm very proud of what you're doing. Like, you know, Thanks, that's, man. that's one page. 
I saw and I'm like like you legit know what you're talking about. Oh, thanks man. Like um we even did the collaboration last year yes, for yes, the World Cup. Yeah, yes. I wasn't here but my good people um Araf and uh I think Anaf as well went yep. there and it was quite good to see, yep. you know, kind of that transitioning between the two worlds. Yeah. Really. And uh, I told them like I'm not into sports. Mm. I'm like, bro, like I can just start off and right. then you guys take but, over but the thing is a, a couple of your videos um i remember early on you did a f- you did a fifa video and one for youtube you know while you're doing your youtube thing full on right early on and i remember you just do you play fifa <sighs> yeah what was the sign all about uh man. you miss it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you mean, oh, we'll, we'll we'll come into that before anything else tell me why chot was that like what what's with the with that name. All right, so I actually um, my father called me Chotwaza once. Oh nice. Cuz I'm the youngest in the family. Right? And I feel You kind of kind of stuck stuck with it. Well, I just feel like I'm the Did he just call you once or does he He addressed ref- He refer- addressed his uh addressed me as Chotwaza like I just ran away Chotwaza I'm like, "Hmm. If I ever have a stage name, it's going to be that." Oh nice. And <laughs> well, the memes helped to you know make everyone remember it so right. yeah thank you it, it, it worked out <laughs> it but did. memes are powerful we don't talk about that enough of course it is uh drake owes a lot of his hit singles because of memes oh yes next time do this exercise look at any memes and try seeing how many of them are about drake okay just, just anywhere and you'll be surprised to see how many drake memes are there it's subconsciously it's in your head all the time and then go back and check the amount of single obviously songs are good you know they're bangers at times but that helps Nice you learn new things every day. That's it. Dude, Drake is amazing. That dude if I'm not wrong he brings in three Do you person. Spotify? Uh no, Apple Music, Spotify shit I'm a luck car up man. Every oh. time I get an account it just gets They do this thing every year where um Spotify wrapped, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the year they give you your own kind of data. Right. And they give you like how many minutes you listen to, who you listen to, who is your best, I guess, played artist and everything. And since this is 20 end of 2019, end of a decade essentially, they give you um uh, an artist of the decade based on your listening right. patterns and you know algorithm um, wise yeah. um and my artist of the decade was fucking 50 cent huh how i've never listened to him like beyond a few songs so i went back and was like this is this is complete bull we're getting off off track um but the question is uh, it, it, When you have uh another spare account, I would love to be the parasite of that Spotify account. Go for Thank it, you. Man. Moving on. That's it. <laughs> sorted, sorted. Uh you know, um I couldn't uh, really get you uh the the big sum of money you asked for for coming into this podcast, but I could give you your Spotify. Uh, alhamdulillah, something's better than nothing. Something's working out. And beggars can be choosers. So so now can we do the podcast more than five minutes? Let's as do it. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> I'm here as long as you allow me to be here. Um so the for the people unfamiliar with your work who is Asif Minazad? All right. Uh I'm a marketer. Okay. I would love to consider myself as a homie. And I'm a creator. I make videos for a living. Awesome. That's 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 a pretty cool thing to say. I make videos for a living. Oh, are I scene create kuri. Scene create kuri. I create scenes and shows. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Publicly, for the public. For the public. But not publicly. But not publicly. That's a nice uh <laughs> um look, before we get into anything else, talk to me about your earlier work, right? So obviously, um from what I know and remember about you, you kind of got into the scene of um the the online digital media world through Bhai Brothers, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to kind of delve into that a bit bit more. Um 
talk me through the the process so not in terms of say you know i wanted to make videos and stuff but did you have like a creative inkling when you were a kid that oh, you know i i always was meant to do this stuff or was it more like you saw a video one day online and you're like this is the shit i have to do forever or was it what's the story right there that's just what i want to know it's actually a good mixture like uh so basically well uh i think i i've inherited uh the whole thing of making videos from my kalu yeah. who was a film director shodhu mm-hmm. slumkhokon so oh, nice. uh chodabala used to go to his sh- uh, his shooting yeah. and once i saw uh, there was a supply of water and right. it was a rain scene she so was like get 5 kg of rice and he, someone was pouring it f- uh from the top and in the frame those rice looked like water oh wow and that ticked really me creative. off i'm yeah. like dude creativity yeah. is fun so Right now we have selfies but you know back in those days when you had the VGA camera gurey mm-hmm. bhaiya to yep, take yep. one right so I used to make videos since then right and then I explored pretty much everything that came on my way like I get super turned on every time I see an opportunity to grow right. so so when you say you used to, used to make videos back from those days did you just share it with your friends or family or nope. just just did it for the sake of it just for myself right Do you have any of those videos still? A lot. Oh nice. Do you plan to release them anytime soon? Never. Why? Because our society is not ready for it. <laughs> We live in a society. Oh yes. Full stop. Period. Um that's that's awesome. So so basically that that kind of, you know, influence someone else kind of influenced you into getting into this 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 I guess world. And tell me the I guess the the reason why you kind of continue doing this stuff, right? So obviously it's one thing uh, doing it for the money or doing it for the fame. Back then you I'm sure and I'm, I'm not sure but I'm assuming that you had no idea where it was going to lead to. Right. Um what kind of I guess kept you going to be able to then first press publish mm-hmm. and then republish and publish and publish? What was that drive um that got you into it? It was just one simple realization that is uh, I've seen a lot of my friends acquaintances they spend lakhs behind the university they graduate and then they do a job yeah and they're not happy with it right so I found out that YouTube is a medium where I get to do what I like doing and I think uh, so it's all about the practice yeah and I'm like I'm going to keep on doing this and also just imagine having a job mm-hmm. that you love to do and you get paid for it right why not yeah <laughs> so so do you used to get that stuff you know pretty much straight up or how long did it take for you to realize that this is something you can do forever like th- this is so, i can make a career out of this stuff how long did it take from that very first publish to realizing that point 13th february 2014 so it's going to be oh, well almost five years. yeah five years yeah. okay yeah. well six years soon yeah and right. um it was on 13th feb 2014 I was just going through I was binge watching YouTube videos and right. then this one video popped up you can monetize on YouTube like okay. ah I can make videos and right. I can, and there's an option of monetization yeah next day I called up my homie Rocky and I'm like right. dude let's just make a video let's just go just do it and at that time if I'm wrong there was a, I'm not wrong there was an article that Bangladesh is one of the happiest country in the world yeah i think it was a video by magnet digital <laughs> i remember cuz it's 2013 you mentioned uh yeah correct so in 2014 we did this thing with magnet digital for the world cup we did the big event you um, were part of that 
yeah, yeah the Bangalore thing. Um, so we remember like going through my interview. They had that video where it was like a, almost like a interview style thing where they asked people what what makes you happy. And yes, and it got like a lot of attention. I remember that exactly. So yeah. I was like on Valentine's Day, let's just spread love. Right. And our plan was to get my little cousin. Yeah, we're gonna get gifts and we're just gonna give them out to people. Yeah. But Rakim was like, let's just go take selfies with them. And that's how it started. Right. Our first video was selfie with strangers. Yeah. The first 1,000 views was euphoric. <laughs> Imagine 1,000 people yeah. just watched us. Watch and then like, dude, you know what? Another one. Right. Another one. <laughs> Another one. And then we're going to be Jekyll. And then <laughs> it just took off. Right. And um, I think through that process... Uh, Obviously, building an audience was a big part to play, right? It did was a hard know, part to play. Yeah, and did you know who you were aiming at this stuff? Like, did you have that in the back of your mind? T- talk me through that process as well of selecting an audience f- when you create stuff. All right, so initially, uh, according to our uh, demographic, mm-hmm. usually most of our audience, I believe, it, it it's the same for majority of the creators right. of Bangladesh, right. that 13 to 19 are the core audience. Awesome. Uh, max up to 22 or 24. Right. Uh, so it started off like that with those sketches and skits and Bangla funny video. Yeah. But uh, initially I had to do that because uh, I had to and it was fun. But then a year later I was like, man, I'm not really a funny guy. Like, yeah. you know, I can be fun, but I'm not really funny. Right. So uh, initially it was like hot cake. It was getting sold. So I was like, why not? And yeah. we were young. We didn't have much things to do. We right. were pretty much jobless. Yeah. So I was like, sure. But then with time, you get to realize that, you know, there's a famous quote that you're not Nutella, you cannot satisfy everyone. Yeah. And I was like, great. You know what? Let's just stop pushing ourselves. Yeah. Let's not just be who we are not. Yeah. And let's just focus more on what we want to do. Yeah. So that's when we made a video. It's on anti-bullying, Asha. Right. And I think even as I speak till now, yeah. it's one of my most favorite video, which got one of the least amount of views because right. people love gossip and it was not gossip it was like yo it was a wake up call but yeah. nobody's willing for yeah. that reality I guess T- tell me about that feeling Mish. though just, you know, as, as, as a creator um, sometimes you want to create something that you you really want mm-hmm. right and you put your heart and soul into it and you're gonna like I'm gonna change the way people think about this stuff and then you push it out and mm-hmm. it just goes like nobody watches it and then sometimes you put something I'm just gonna make something quickly and it it blows up have you found out a formula for it or has it always been very like uh, ad hoc like it, it, still, it still doesn't make sense uh, formula I'm not sure Balance, yes. Right. So this is how I see it. I'm going to make, let's say, 10 projects. Yep. Uh, six will pay my bills. <laughs> two will secure my income. Right. And the other two will help me sleep at night in nice. peace. Nice. So I, I guess, do you still follow the same philosophy with um, at, at Bongo right now? Uh, yeah, pretty much. But I've given way too much into Bongo. And I w- uh, le- uh, let's just call it a big as vacation right because uh it was getting too toxic and i absolutely do not and i cannot entertain negative energy right so i thought of going incognito because uh it was more like you know okay get it i get it like right keyboard warriors are really hyped up (laughs) all right they're balling sounds like i don't need that right 
All right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, when I think about me, I'm really happy doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. All right? If someone has a problem with it, fine. Let me just not do it for a while. Right. And coming back to your question, that uh, that's exactly when I decided that who are my audience? Yeah. Niche. Right. NRBs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who, who's my audience? Whoever's on the same page. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I know everyone's not going to get the joke. So, right. yeah, whoever gets the joke is on my page. That's my audience. Tell me about um, your involvement at Bongo. So, so what is Bongo and, and your, I guess, your involvement through it? Bongo is my longest relationship. Yeah. Like, my last relationship lasted for four years with Bongo. We have been dating for five years. Right. So, that's, that's uh, what Bongo is. Uh, off record, are you still with Bongo? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the way you've been saying the, uh, this is off record. Yeah. We've been talking, at, it seems like you've left. Uh, not yet, but, but about you, to. you're going to? Yeah. So, do you want me to talk about that stuff or kind of leave that out of the picture? Why? Let's talk okay, about no, no, no. Also, no, no, no. I just because um, this, this is not going to come out till February next year, so it's going to be a fair bit. All of right. Time. So by the time I'm assuming, if you're uh, watching this right now, then I think I'm not part of the bong anymore. And uh, as a full-time employee, right? So okay. uh, this job, it's kind of hard, and I want some time for myself because uh, my thing is when I do something, I give Full. every bit of it. Right. Right. I'm not sure 100%. I can't measure it that way. Mm-hmm. I give as much as I can. And then I slack. And then I go late at office. So my only rule to myself and to my team has always been it's okay to be late, just get the job done. Right. So I've given my heart and soul. I mean, like, I got a boom tattoo. I don't have wow. a Bye Brothers tattoo. So And I did not get paid that, for these. That's pretty intense, so, I must say. Exactly. So, like, you know, you got to feel it. Like, yeah. don't just do it. Like, this is a part of my job. Right. But I did not get paid for it. Yeah, but yeah. this content yeah. we'll made me happy. Dude. And, and, and we'll all stay with you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. Awesome. I guess tell me what led you to that decision um, from for not continue, continuing with um, Bongo. All right. I guess if you want to talk about it, obviously it can be a very personal, personal thing. But I guess answer in a way that might benefit a creative or creator going through a similar thing where they might be feeling constricted with the death job and they want to create something more and how can they make the best out of the situation so you don't have to name names none of them Mm, that's okay so um this is how i see it right when i joined the company uh i got so many questions like dude what the hell are you doing because it was i'm the first YouTuber, if I'm not wrong, right. who signed with this company. And right now, Alhamdulillah, like so many of us are under this network. Yeah. And Alhamdulillah, Bongo is doing amazing. Like yeah. we have office in Nepal, Sri Lanka, and it's growing. Like yeah. I joined, there were 12 employees. Right now, Dhakate, we have over 100 employees. Yeah. The thing That's is, nice. yeah. uh, this is how I see it. I just want to leave a mark. I just want to get my part done. Right. And now just move on to the next chapter. Right. And, uh, uh, I came up with uh, Boom. Of course, not me alone. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I would gracefully <laughs> just embrace the fact that I could do it. Right. Because <laughs> nobody believed in it. But right. it's, uh, it's, Alhamdulillah, it's taking off. Yeah. And now that it's set, let's just move on to the next chapter. Right. And also, I want to spend more time with family and friends of and course. do some. Uh, I actually want to get back to my root which yeah. is by brothers right that's awesome exactly so not just i'm not just talking about my youtube channel because uh it's been two years since you posted yeah awesome uh and right now i want to make more yeah and not just for our youtube channel but create as a whole right uh me and rudra we have been working on two scripts okay 
and it's not another love story where the police come at the end <laughs> it's not a rich girlfriend and a poor <laughs> boyfriend it's it's something that's going to wake you up right that's that's really good to see and we're trying and and i guess the interesting part is i'm going to ask you could you have done that if you weren't part of this whole journey through the last five, six years. So not just about boom, but could you have done these scripts at the early stages of your career? Or did it take you to go through, you know, uh, a maturity phase through Pirate Brothers, getting into a full-blown media um, outlet in boom, and then able to do this stuff? Um, I think the entire process, the entire timeline is a learning curve. Right. So it's like initially I had the idea was just a seed. Mm-hmm. And over the time, it's all about the experience. It's all about the practice. Right. Like uh, Rudro mastered, like to us, he yeah. mastered the editing game. He's killing it right now. Yeah. And I've learned a lot. So initially, I'm, I, I just knew like, you know, that's how you turn on the camera. You turn off ISO shutter speed. It, mm-hmm. would, it was rocket science to me. I've learned a lot. And right now, I think we're pretty polished to right. do something different. So you could basic, basically, you know, get that leap, leap of faith and being able to do stuff for yeah. for yourself. Yeah, awesome. Um, one thing that attracts me most about your career is basically how you kind of transitioned into different roles within this creative industry. Oh, I'm so glad you recognized that. <laughs> it's, Thanks. Uh, no, of course, because you know, people generally, what we've seen with YouTube in Bangladesh. And uh, I know you're a big part of the scene, um, but it's it's my own, I guess, candid criticism of the scene that we haven't really grown beyond what what, what we built in the yeah. early days. Agreed. Um, and I also feel, and I was speaking to some friend of mine as well, there always seems to be three things that people seem to do. Either you want to make people laugh, you either want to make people cry, or it has sexual stuff on the brackets. Hot cake sells. Correct. And I feel that that has kind of restricted the growth compared to the rest of the world's YouTube. I mean, look at India, look at even our neighboring countries beyond. Um, with And I feel the reason for that is because the early YouTubers, um, they okay. got into this world, mm-hmm. they became big, they became popular within this YouTube community. And obviously brands, you know, and, and it's no fault of the YouTubers as well. You need to make dough, right? Brands come to them. They then take that opportunity. And that kind of helped them transition into a more mainstream media. Right. Start doing, I guess, dramas, advertisements, so and so. Right. What this has done is created this void for, I guess, you know, created this distinct line. I guess what I find impressive about you is that even though you kind of stopped doing YouTube, but you still continue it through a different sector that was still booming. <laughs> so tell me through that, you know, that, that journey that, that, that led you to think, you know, I'm not going to go and make more money by doing advertisements or making diss tracks and getting into all this stuff. But instead, I'm going to go behind the scenes for a few years, not work on this stuff and learn the craft. Like what led you to that decision? Man, I wish there were more audience who would think like you. <laughs> Legit. Dude, look, uh, so... One of the biggest obstacles, how I've seen it, is our age. Right. We're young. Elders are always right. Yeah. You're young. You don't know much. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about mental age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, I was not making videos for ourselves, our YouTube channel, for our audience, mm. but I have been making videos the entire time. Right. 
there are so many shows that you guys are watching that we probably didn't even know it was you know you were behind the scenes and it was just to experiment for myself mm-hmm. that the moment i put my name in that show yeah there might be a comment that i wouldn't entertain correct the moment i did not put that I'm like wow people are enjoying it yeah yeah that that's interesting i want i want to touch more on that later but yeah continue yeah. right so uh and my whole plan was you see uh i just don't want to be okay I am being humble and nice but then again yeah. at the end of the day I believe in let's grow together. So when I came up uh when the boom thing hit me my whole plan was let's just get everyone under one umbrella. Yeah. Right? Because at, at the end of the day I learn from you and you learn from me and that's how we grow. So I just wanted to like you know get everyone at the party involved, yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you watched the movie Project X? I have an actually. So it's about this dude who throws a party and every he wants to get some people and then everyone's here. Right. I just want to get everyone uh together. Right. Right. It's not my company. I'm I'm just an employee. I'm just doing my job, right. but you you see even when I'm doing my job, I try to camouflage it with something that I want to do as well. Right. So at the end of the day, at the end of the month, I mm. get my mula and I get my inner peace. <laughs> right. So so I guess for you it was more about uh, not just making videos but making videos that will you know get you somewhere from monetary side of things a bit of security but also for you to satisfy yourself creatively yeah. at the same time through that creative process did you face any i guess restrictions because you're working for a big name multinational company and and how did you tackle that all right uh one the probably one of the biggest uh thing that I really appreciate about Bongo is Bongo always gave me 100% creative control. Right. We just have two taboo topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from those two taboo topics which is religion and politics. politics. Of course. Apart from that we can barge into anything and everything. Right. And you know the thing you were saying that we are restricted to three genres only? Right. So that's what I've been trying to push like make new shows like when I see my acting videos dude I cringe at myself because that's not me. Right. But I've studied so much watching Ellen watching Fallon right. Conan like that's something I want like I want to make shows right. dude yeah. right I want to make content like that so that's where I'm actually trying to explore and uh, expand the genres yeah. and take it a little farther right it's hard but I think slowly but eventually it's going to get there one thing you mentioned in the last part uh, is how people I guess mentioning your name on on the on the work that you did for Bongo or other stuff from behind the scenes would impact the views or the reception of it. I want to hear thoughts on that because I I find that fascinating that people would consume content based on a preconceived notion about someone attached to the video. Yeah. Um what were your experiences with it like did you actually have you know cases where you put something up and you knew it was going to work and then did you do a and b test uh, testing like i want to know more from your all my trial and errors happened in my bedroom yeah <laughs> and when i roll the dice i really do my homework like yeah. every time i did not do my homework in school and college <laughs> i'm doing it now <laughs> right so uh i've done like you know contents out of fluke but yeah i've seen how that works but right now when i do something i just want to polish it well yeah like uh by the way uh 
this is the first time me doing a podcast. Okay, awesome. And I'm super excited because even this is yeah. like a test for me because I want right. to see if I can actually do it. Awesome. And dude, you're the first podcast host to do. <laughs> and awesome. I I think that this shows uh, giving me confidence. I would totally give that to you. Oh, that, that you know that that makes me feel good. <laughs> that it's uh helping you create. That's uh bringing creators and helping them create. That's gratitude. like is what it's all about. So gratitude, gratitude. My father called. Feel free to take it. It's okay, no. Take it, take it. It's fine. It's work time. I'll send him a text. Please, bro. It's all good. Yes. Um yeah, so I want to hear a perspective of any experience that you might have had with uh with that. Or did you already answer it? Did you already answer it? I did. And also it's like uh so I saw that what I wanted to do, yeah. And if I do it, yeah. there will be yeah. So fine, I'm going to do what I want to do, right. But I'm going to bring someone who they want to see. Right. So you see who you want to see, but you're watching my content. Right. <laughs> It's almost like uh, the Trojan horse. Exactly. And yeah, you're inside the horse. <laughs> exactly. Not literally. Not literally. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Just enters the elephant through. Um, it changes the whole context. You got to you got to put it out there. Um I want to talk also about I guess uh, making shows that you said you wanted to try outside of those three usual genres that we see on YouTube yeah, um man. online. Um and you've done a few of them, you know. I've, I've seen um stuff on Bongo Boom, but I also one thing I do and it's weird sometimes because I go into a, this rabbit hole of just observing random content. Right. But with Bongo Boom I've kind of observed that that stuff, you know, when he first started and you started doing things like um which is kind of similar to stuff that you know, like GQ questions and those you know what's in the bag um these are stuff that's outside you know you focus on the YouTubers as well you know they're you kind of leverage of their fan base how was the reception for that stuff because i guess when you don't have those three things usually you don't get the numbers mm-hmm. so um, i want to know from your end uh, how do you first of all explain this stuff to the CXOs of the company that look we should do this stuff and then you don't get the numbers how do you explain that stuff to them and then um i guess uh, how, how how do you come out and doing more of that stuff for you know convincing others i'm so glad you asked that all right so uh it's actually pretty uh, the process that i follow yeah. it's basically first i watch i binge watch all these kind of shows right cuz I'm more of a show person, right? right? So research and observe exactly, yeah. and any genre, yeah. any language. I just want to see the format. I want to see how they're doing it. Like when I just got into your studio, I was yeah. just checking out your setup, right. how it's done, because that's how you learn. Yeah, you take the most out of it. Yeah, and then I make a mock-up episode, a pilot episode by my own in our studio, and then I just pitch it, because uh, we don't like to read, we don't like to hear. So I just show them, like, yo, check this out. Right, right. and uh i take a challenge to myself that the pilot that i'm going to make to show them will be the pilot right, right? and uh so that's how i convince the management yeah. to let me do a show cuz right. uh you see uh it's sad that we don't want to take the risk but it's also uh justified because in our entertainment sector mm. the return on investment is not as much right if you're investing on a rich content like yeah. you know content wise rich not yeah. mula wise right. um you might not make the money out of it like of break even or i don't know how much you can make out right. of it but a funny video will work exactly right so they won't take that risk mm. so that's how i sell it to my uh management first yeah. and then comes the hardest audience right, right. so uh of 
a lot of the shows that I've been doing behind the scene, uh, it was very recent when I myself appeared in a show, which yep. is um, the Everyday Essentials. Yep, I want to talk about that as well later. Exactly. Yep. And uh, if you've watched that episode, first day, I say one thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I love... Uh, so that's actually my show. I make that. Right. Right? But it's not my show. I got the idea from GQ. Correct. Now, this is how it goes. We two can buy the same shirt. Yeah. But when you wear it, you're, yeah. you're going to pull it off differently. Yeah. When I wear it, it's going to look different. Different, yeah. The idea can be the same. Right. But it's how you portray it. It's right. how you execute it. Of course. So, you know, audience can be sure that I go like, yeah. I, you know, I'm yeah, glad yeah. Yeah. Bongo made me do it. Right, right. I am Bongo. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself the opportunity. I, I guess I want to also talk to you about numbers because convincing the CXOs and the higher-ups in the company or anywhere really like like it's awesome to create stuff for yourself for your for your you know for your own audience when you wear high brother stuff you you looked at numbers i'm sure but not yeah. to the point where it's life or death right yeah when it work with big media companies mm -hmm. it, it's almost it's pretty much life or death in some cases where um where you have to show up the numbers consistently i mean if it you're gonna hit the kpi up, exactly that's the big three-letter word yeah. i guess yeah. the, the kpi and um that I guess can be stifling for creatives. Mm -hmm. How do you bypass that as a creative? Like because numbers and creativity sometimes don't match. Sometimes you know you want to make stuff for yourself, and sometimes like I, I want to hear your experience with that because coming from that world where the numbers didn't matter as much, then going into a world where it's numbers, 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 KPIs, quarterly finance, all that stuff that comes with the big name company. I want to know your experience with that. All right, like um. I I, don't know, I just recall this one thing I learned in accounting that uh, if a business is making multiple products yeah. and one is not making the profit, but the contribution per unit is still positive, yeah. keep continuing producing that product. That's more, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I got a C in accounting, so that does not hit me. <laughs> uh, I just want to put out there, I got six A's, so I got the Daily Star Award in the end. So. Ah, man. Just wanted to brag that stuff. Thanks. Just thanks. in case my dad's listening in. Thanks. Um, so, so, dude, this one dream I never dreamt because I know the daily star stuff not my thing it is it's like I just made it like literally like just got just enough how does it feel bro how does it feel all I can tell you how it feels when they made me stand on the table of Pizza Hut and sang happy birthday to me and that's the only stage that's scarred me. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it, it was something that you had to kind of aim for, uh -huh. and yeah, it, I, I won't lie, it was pretty, it was pretty good when you're like in year ten. It's an achievement. 10. It was an achievement back yep. then. Um, mm -hmm. But then you hear, oh, this person got like the highest in the world, and you're like, I'm a normie <laughs> with six awards. It's probably probably not probably better to not get that stuff. Exactly. Anyway, um, but then again, if if everyone's first, second, third, someone needs to be seventh. Correct. And 20th. Correct. Count me in there. Um, <laughs> so you, you weren't a good student growing up? I'm a good student. I'm not a great student. Right. Okay. So yeah. um, I guess uh, how much of that impacted your creative um, outcome? Not at all. Right. I completed my graduation. Yeah. I uh, finished my high school. Right. And uh, on my graduation day, I realized... It was a wake-up call that, you know the thing they give you in the hand? Yes. I was like, oh, man, I'm about to see my certificate. I opened that. You didn't feel anything? It's a notice. Oh. oh. On 17th September, come and collect your certificate. I'm like, dude, 
I've been waiting for five hours. Yeah. I worked four years <laughs> for this piece to of get on a stage wearing yeah. that gown. Yeah. I had to pay for that gown yeah. to get a notice. <laughs> That's when I realized that this will only come in handy when I get married because right. my son is educated. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, in, in parties where you have to, you know, speak to um, your neighbors and mm-hmm. aunties and uncles mm-hmm. and say, oh, my son's got that mm-hmm. piece of paper. Works. That actually brings to, Price tag. to <laughs> a question that I, you know, um, did you have supportive parents? Very. Okay. Absolutely. Talk man. to me about your parents. Oh, man. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Like, simply put, and I always say this, I hustle. I got that from my mother. Yeah. And my human aspect, I got that from my father. Wow. All right? Like, my father taught me how to be a human. Right. Right? Just. <laughs> so, so I guess when you want to, you, when you're like, hey, Baba, I'm making a YouTube video, or hey, Ma, I have to go out. They were know. clueless. Okay. They were clueless. So, so did they not have any indication of, you know, you know, like, okay, I want you to become this or, hey, son, study uh, this or... No, so um, the, one of the best things I've realized about my parents, so, yeah. you know, uh, we brown kids, we have this thing that uh, when we're really young in our school, yeah. we can't really take a decision by ourselves. Yeah. So when I was in grade eight, uh, that's when we had to choose like science or commerce. So obviously I went up to my mother and I was like, what do I take? And my mother was like, who's going to give the exam? You. <laughs> right. It's you who should take the decision. Right. Wow. I'm like, dude. That's very rare. <sighs> yeah, that, that's I'm awesome. So <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's rare and it's awesome as well. But I guess the, the reason why I've been asking these questions to everyone is because a lot of the creatives, they, it's one thing being in a creative rut mm-hmm. where it's a battle with yourself. Mm-hmm. Before that battle comes the battle with your environment, which right. usually starts with parents. Right. And this is a conversation we never have. Right. Is how to not bypass per se or trick your parents in, into you doing what you want, but mm-hmm. it's more about how you can make correct how you can make the best out of the situation where you want to do stuff for yourself. Yeah. Please your parents and you know have all these variables taped yep. um do you have any thoughts on those things say if a creative was struggling to do that stuff what what advice would you give them all right so uh when i told them what i'm about to do yeah uh youtubing they were definitely not familiar with the concept of course but they were like okay it's about uh filmmaking kind of thing and his kalu does that so we've right. seen him okay so so that helped yeah it definitely played a role right but then they're like, your Kalu does, like, you know, dope stuff. Yeah. You do. What the hell is yeah. going on, dude? Like, you know, you're making a joke out of yourself. Right. But then the day when the, my first payment came from YouTube, it was $78. I was like, man. <laughs> this is $78, my It paid off. Dude. I, <laughs> Let's go. That was ecstatic, dude. Right. <laughs> so was it was your first paycheck? That $78? was my first paycheck from That's YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. I hope you still have kept that. Somewhere laminated and beautiful. Framed. That's it. <laughs> we bundled this. We love the frame That's memories. <laughs> Even then, you know, like the first, I guess, yeah, the first monetization or the first monetary reward is always special. Oh man, yeah. I, and I, I still have my first salary though. Like I, when I used to teach students, all right. My first salary was one thousand oh. taka. I still have that note. <laughs> Teaching students. That's like. That's what. The, the, the staple. <laughs> yeah. Staple yeah. for Bangladeshi yeah. students. Yeah. Um, Easy money. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like with uh, it's important what you just said there because 
that actually also played a role. What I've been telling you know creatives through this podcast essentially is that the only way to bypass this system of getting to I guess convinced parents in your case you're very lucky but many aren't especially in Bangladesh where they have to constantly explain you know I'm doing this I'm making music or um, and generally there's one or two ways in which you can bypass or make them understand the first is obviously bringing in money so you ha- if you showcase what you're doing and it brings that monetary reward that takes off one the other is credibility yes so when I guess they see you hopefully in a newspaper or on a radio or on the best podcast there ever was they will know no, they, will. <laughs> they will know that you know their child is doing something right because people want to talk about your work people want to talk about what you do so um, I guess for the creative listening out there that is is definitely the, the the biggest thing that you can do is make sure that you know you can sell your stuff to your parents before you sell it anywhere else essentially yeah but I sold them before that like even before yeah uh, so you know the great eight story I told you yeah so that's when I, I was like man my mother knows what's up and then I was waiting until I was done with my olivals right after my olivals I had a talk with my mother and uh, that was one conversation where my point was very simple that you just don't want to tell your bhabi that bhabi I'm with my son like a friend right. no because you just want to bring the words out of my stomach Right. Can we really be friends? Let's talk it out. Right. You see, I'm transparent. I love to party. Yeah. But you know that I know my limit. You know I know when to stop. Right. If I ever slip, let me know. I'll correct myself. Right. I'm a human. I do. I commit mistakes, but yeah. I don't repeat a mistake. Right. So we we've, we've had this conversation. I was like, yeah. I'm. I'm going to be open about this. Right. If you want me to hide, then it's going to get toxic. Exactly. Let's just be open about it. Right? right. Let's just have a real talk. Yeah. So that's when she's like, okay, fine. We're on the same page. Obviously, she's she's not all in, but yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. fine. Right. I'm going to observe. I'm yeah. going to see yeah. what you do. Right. And then over the period of time. When you start showing that yeah. what you do matters. Exactly. That's it's when like, they're like, okay, so my, my, my son's definitely on the right path. It's like... It's late at night, I'm at a party, and I'm almost like, it's late at night, you're at a party, but yeah. you see, it's a part of my job. I have to socialize right. with people. Right, network. Yeah, network. yeah. What's more expensive than salary is networking. <laughs> so, I'm gonna let me do it. And I yeah. also, and I need some recreation right. for myself. You drop a motivational quote in there, mom. Your <sighs> network is your net worth. Oh, Just hang oh dude. Is that an original? No, 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 of course not. I'm not that smart. Uh, um, but I've been hearing that's that. That's what all the smart people say. <laughs> wow. Dex want to know one. Um, I've heard that actually said, you know, from different people. But the first time I think I heard it from was Gary Vee, of course. The, the uh, If you haven't seen Gary Vee's stuff, you, you must. He is. Would love to. Please give me some links. my life. Yeah? In, in a way, yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. You, you, you would have seen him somewhere, for sure. But you probably never... You know, like I'm realize. sorry to whoever's getting offended for not knowing that person, <laughs> no, but no, no, I love no, no. it. It's yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll hook you up with please some do, please real do. motivational dopamine. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, which actually is very actionable, and I think that's what he stresses on. Right. It's one thing of he literally tells stop watching my fucking video and do something. Like that's his his thing, um, which I guess really pushed me to do some of the stuff that I did. So it's it's definitely useful. You're gonna write it down, aren't you? Please. <laughs> Just write Gary V E E, so that that's his thing. Can't believe I'm introducing Gary to someone. He would, if he sees this stuff, he'll be like, "Jokes on me! I never knew that person." But right now, but that's what that's another thing about my um 
Better late than never. One of my episodes as well. It's it's content bubble. It's literally when you have these bubbles of content that you haven't heard of, uh-huh. and we think you know having a million subs is a lot, but then uh-huh. how many million subs are out there? It's ridiculous. How I see it is like you know having five thousand likes on your profile picture is like having five thousand money on Monopoly. It has no real value. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like anyway. It's that's a whole separate topic. Yeah. I, I spoke <laughs> on one of my. We're going too spiritual over here. <laughs> one of my guests as well, but it's it's super. Um, with that said, I think when you mentioned about uh, I guess making that commitment to building stuff a lot of the time when we approach our parents and say let's have a real talk like yep have a real talk with my chapel and they'll be like so i think you really had it um you know i won't say easy but you definitely had a great start with your parents that and then that that was the first step but then doing the work after also those validated those attested correct talk to me about when you're ready I am. I was born awesome. ready. Awesome. Is that your middle name? Nah. Your middle name's Bin, just like mine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's what the B is about. I damn. I give it away. I used to say it's um, Beckham because it was a big fan of him. To my friends, it's like there's no fucking way that's Beckham, and I'm like, it is. <laughs> They're like, no, no. <laughs> Moving on to the next segment. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's all good. Um, <laughs> I know it's like it was terrible like the stuff that I used to tell me it worked for someone no <laughs> of course I'm not surprised it wasn't year four man <laughs> bro it's okay remember high five uh, yeah the the thing the social media yeah. Yeah, yeah of course my name was biker boy biker boy yeah that's okay that's, so that's yeah. better than prince angel exactly uh, my thing was like uh, yeah so my i think it was always my name yeah but my email address had beckham in it so oh dude you know my first email address was, was send me the burger at hotmail.com you could you could use that like dude, to this day dude, I, for, I, I i i've been like even now if i get the option to get that back yeah. to retrieve man send me the burger at hotmail.com <laughs> Bolti balak to man, you know what I'm saying? But like all the, yes, it has a different <laughs> yeah. touch to it. Yep. Um, talking about quality, what is quality to you? Like a show like this where I can be me. Oh, thank you. Like legit. I'm but, not even just trying to be nice. I <laughs> nah, mean it. <laughs> no, nah, but in terms of, I guess, the stuff that you've produced or the stuff that you see out there, um, what? How do you define quality? Because it's different to different people, mm-hmm. and I guess I want to get into a more objective truth mm-hmm. when it comes to quality. And I just want to hear p- other people's thoughts as well. So when you look at something um, or when you create something, do you feel like yeah, this is this is quality? Yeah. How, how do you define that? All right, that's actually wow. Never thought about it that way. All right, so quality to me would be uh, you make something. Mm-hmm. Let's say you make a pizza, and how you serve it. Right, right. How you serve it? If you know the right toppings, mm-hmm. if you know the taste, if you know, like, how it, like, should ha- be, how it should be, how they would consume it, right. and most importantly, this is something I religiously believe mm-hmm. that if you are happy making that content, that's quality work. Right. When you're satisfied with your work, it's quality. I have 99 videos mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel. Wow. I never watched 
the video once it's uploaded really never wow that, never. that's weird never. i i then i'm probably a narcissistic pig <laughs> i watch my stuff all the time i'm like yep i'm gonna watch it again especially when there's a nice comment i'll be like oh that's a really oh, nice comment I'm, i'm gonna watch it again just to understand where the comments coming from oh, man, that's I, that's crazy I I, comments I, oh, really yeah well. that's the most contradicting part that's about me despite working on social media mm. i am probably one of the most anti-social person I know. how do you f- take feedback or how do you i guess know if something's done well based on the expectations you have once someone go to your analytics do your research you'll get everything so based on numbers rather than i guess the actual and 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 the overall vibe like right now i think it comes from the experience right uh, and also i don't really count on on comments at all right because i'll tell you why Just imagine you put up a riddle. Yeah. A very tough riddle. Yeah. All right? And Mr. X writes the answer and then they all follow it. Mm. They go like I know it too, I know it too. No, dude. Yeah. Maybe some of them know, but a lot of them are just following that trend, right? right? So I don't really count on comments much. Yeah. I embrace the good comments. Mm-hmm. I absolutely like I have a very thick skin. Yeah. yeah. The, these don't get to me anymore at all. <laughs> like right, I'm right. I'm over that phase. Right. Right. So I I see like you know watch time what is it like if they're actually watching it mm. if they're actually spending time. Right. Like I'm so thankful to our audience like you know it's yeah. I think it's a blessing in disguise that uh my channel still did not hit a million. Okay. But the uh few people that we have Ooh, Yeah. they're still there like you know it's been two years we didn't put anything up there usually it's a decline mm. but uh it's stable like you know i'm really sorry to my audience that you know i could not do like make something for you guys but right. when i back at it from yeah. jan yeah. i'm going to start shooting from jan and start right. releasing from feb yeah i hope now it's on the go <laughs> so your 100 video is going to be special one yes right. very awesome. <laughs> so i guess by the time this goes out people would have seen it probably yeah inshallah nice um it's uh, i guess it's it's pretty interesting how you, how you look at stuff because for me personally uh, looking at comments and can you say one more thing sure. uh i would just end by saying this to me like a good quality w- would be if this content is better yeah. than the previous content if it's if it's an upgrade right you're okay. getting so better so at always it. i guess yeah. fighting against yeah. Yeah. yourself it, and it's not like getting high that you just get high right right yeah. <laughs> high is one state yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to go higher, higher. i want to yeah. go freaking high you on life the, you want to be the highest in, in the, the room, room. yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um travis knows yeah he knows his shit thanks um, kylie <laughs> <laughs> or chris you never know <laughs> whichever um I want to talk to about like your this obstacles as well, right? So biggest failure and and something that you've learned from it if anything. A lot. My first dad to say it falls struggle rise. Okay. So yeah, that's how it is. Uh it's never a lesson, it's always an experience. Yep. yep. It's okay. It's okay when yeah. you fuck up. Right. Am I um, Yeah, it's okay to yeah. cuss. Yeah. Uh It's okay to mess up, yeah. just don't repeat it. Because right. that's when it's a mistake. Because okay. you just made a boo-boo once yeah. again. Right. right. So don't do it. And and I think it's important to do something wrong. Because mm. uh, without that, you wouldn't learn. And it's not like it's mandatory, but right. it's okay. Just don't repeat the same mistake. Um, but I guess, could you have an example from a creative perspective where you, you, you messed up and you, I guess, learned from it? Uh, so... Uh, 
since I started till now from 2014 till now yeah. I have had one big fuss on the internet yeah and uh, what I picked from that is I was very young yeah. and this nobody was getting this attention right. and it felt good at that age and like you know getting one friend request would feel great mm. and I'm getting like so many and, and you know all these messages and stuff yeah. I had a crush on that girl the other day today she adds right. me it felt great and I think I could not balance it properly yeah. that's when I made a boo boo I'm right. like okay now I know what not to do again so it's basically it comes from mature or like there off like yes. when you're growing up yeah I think so right. I think so how do you do with backlash so um, I guess you know and I'm being gonna, I'm, I'm being candid here mm-hmm. you've had a few controversies here and there mm-hmm. with um you know a few things and and obviously with the mainstream media it's a lot more attacking it's a lot more i guess vicious especially on social media tell me about the i guess the the, the internal struggle if any um or how you deal with that s- stuff on the daily all right um I never had a major accident yeah. but I had quite a lot of dope accidents right. let me use the word dope I'll tell you why I'll just put one example yeah. uh every time there was a situation yeah. I did not run away from it because yeah. I had to face it. Mm-hmm. I had to get a hold of it yeah. and move on. Right. I'll just share one story. Uh third day of Eid, you wake up to a text mm-hmm. from Dhaka Metropolitan Police and they're like you need to come to our headquarters. We need to have a word. Fuck. It's the third day of Eid. I uh and I know why because one of my um interview episode uh it created fuss right now I was like fine interesting let's go yeah I went there with my lawyer but then again like you know I did not get into trouble right, right. it was troublesome yeah, yeah. Uh, uh I really don't mind Dhaka Tribune like made a lot like a lot of fuss about it yeah. and police was amazing they were yeah. like yo you need to understand yeah, yeah. this is how our culture context is yeah. don't talk about that and like this you know, is all technicality exactly exactly yeah. so he gave me like a good idea of yeah. how to, to get it done yeah. and instantly i've taken that video down right. also i understand that a majority part of our audience they're young because yeah. you yeah. never know who might get influenced the wrong way right. though that's all my intention but you never yeah. know yeah. i don't yeah. have a control over everyone's computer right right, right. right. so yeah Uh, I got I got called by the police yeah. that's a problem yeah. the outcome was when I got out we became facebook friends and now we're in good touch right. so yeah face a problem and get done with it and make the most out of it um did, when you created the stuff did you know that it <laughs> was going to and you still went ahead with it <laughs> for the attention yeah uh, uh or for the against for the not the, I think attention is the right word but I guess when I say attention I mean from the social media mileage if that makes sense yeah that's actually a good way to put it right uh so mm, I'm sorry but not really sorry but then I, right. so it's like I knew I'm walking into it yeah. but it was like so my season has 12 episodes yeah in all the three season I made that one episode that's going to create the wildfire right and I just triggered audience a little because it was during the month of Ramadan right. and which was a big learning curve during the month of Ramadan do not like I will never upload right, right. like you know yeah, yeah, yeah of course any yeah, content yeah. that yeah. might be provocative be, yeah, yeah so my only status was when I shared the video I was like you know just watch this video yeah. after iftar right yeah even oh, though yeah man never everything that was yeah, there yeah, exactly but yeah uh, 
I knew that's going to attract a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that comes from my marketing graduation. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I got. Like, you know, I just know how to trigger these people. Right. It's so easy to play with your mind, bro. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, these are calculated risk. But okay. I know that because all my contents before I put them up, it's my mother approved. It's my lawyer approved. It's my right. team approved. Right. And... and uh, you mentioned about I guess not making the same mistake again. So never would you I guess if you would you re- not repeat, but would you do something like this in the future if you could without the risks attached to it? Uh, the dish can be the same, but the presentation and the ingredients might differ. Fantastic. So you see, you still I think the whole point of all of this, the why is the social media market. Yeah, which, and dude, internet and, and it, it just however you can get it. Yeah, it, and. Every, without everyone fighting. everyone's putting a show up on the internet and that's what i mean <laughs> with those three genres that that's what you get you know you either i guess make someone laugh make someone cry or excite someone I guess. Yeah. yeah i mean i mean me personally i think choto has a cringes me yeah but you got to meet asif binaza that dude's pretty dope right <laughs> so me that's my alter ego that's my yeah that's yeah. just me on the stage right. me behind the door it's much better i believe right. more fun to hang out with so it's a totally different uh person once the cameras are off uh-huh <laughs> and the keys are lost <laughs> yes. um talk to me about creative rocks creative right so creative right. blocks right yeah. so obviously doing this day in day out is mentally exhausting um even you know for for someone who doesn't do this on lar- on large scale like yourself it when you use your creative muscle every day it will get sore mm-hmm. from your perspective i'm sure you've been through these moments where you just no matter how much you try it just doesn't feel like the day you want to you know get out of bed or want to do something um how do you get out of this stuff or are you going to say i'll never have one of those days no man i do i do i do ah <sighs> Well, at times uh, the routine gets malfunctioned a little, but yeah. in general, I'm an early bird. I wake up, wow. I, me- I meditate, I do, I get those things right. Right. And uh, uh, one thing, like even throughout this whole show, yeah. we did not talk about one thing, and I really don't put it out there. Right. Apart from the creative juice. Yeah. This is where I love this line. I'm not yeah. a businessman. I'm a businessman. You know what right. I'm saying? Because. For me, it's not just, you know, I'm not just selling the creativity. I'm also right. selling, I'm here to do business. Yeah. All right. I'm here to make some money. I'm yeah. here to, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> make a better future. Right, right. So I'm really driven by the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bongo is played a big role because I had to make my, like, I had to make my place. Right. So I think so far what I've done, I haven't done a lot. Yeah. I still travel in Uber, yeah. but it feels great because I pay the bill from my own wallet. Right. <laughs> so I think for you, it was about creating a system that, excuse me, uh, it was about creating a system that helps you not get into a rut more often. Yeah. Yeah. Because back to that square one, like, you know, make something that's going to pay the bill, make something that's going to help you help you sleep at night. Right. So yeah, you got to balance. Yin yang. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's super... Um, way to look at things because you know it's important to make the dough yeah exactly exactly um which also i guess comes back to the point for someone who is is in the early stages of being you know in that in that um creative line of things making money can be difficult no no matter what you do okay um 
how do you think they can go about that stuff in this modern day and age especially when things when everybody has a camera mm-hmm. good camera on their phone everybody has an internet connection anybody can get 5000 likes on a random picture how can you work around that and make money rule number 1 stop thinking short run right <laughs> all right these low blows these cheap stunt they don't last yeah they won't help you in the future right. all right it's going to make you really famous but yeah. very for a very short period of time right and you really need to know who you are stop being someone who you're not because right. that's a big problem from my opinion mm. and stop doing what everyone else is doing it's great if you do it but yeah. put you in it right all right amra shobshomoy karo moton hote chai stop doing that yeah yeah i i feel like you know majority of us cannot get things done yeah because they're always worried about manush ki bolbe yeah yeah what people say what yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck what will people say yeah. do what makes you happy yeah. right and just stick to it yeah. it's just like working out mm. all right day one selfie day two day three where is day four it's just consistency right and problem. you start seeing result from the fourth week right give it some time it's like you know watering a plant yeah. stick to it right. so i explored all these fields and then when i got into this youtubing and creating content yeah. that's when i was like man i enjoy this so let me just stick to it yeah. Yeah. so even when i'm not making videos on my youtube channel which is my root yeah i'm not doing that but i'm still sticking to it right. I'm getting into the business aspect. I'm still making videos. Right. I'm be- I'm yeah. I'm being a producer. Yeah. I'm still making videos. Right. I'm making someone else's video, yeah. but that's my video. Right. <laughs> right? It's still it's still I guess it's a practice. Exactly, exactly. Right. So so just got to keep doing it. Exactly. Gotta build that craft. Yep. And you feel that instead of chasing money, money is a side effect. Absolutely. Right. But then again, I love Plato Plomo as Pablo Escobar said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about that as well at the time. Um Have to. Who do you think are currently killing it in the industry, both locally and globally? Uh, are we talking about quality or quantity? I love how you kind of rebuttal that with those two distinctions. Let's talk both. <laughs> Let's talk both. Let's actually no, I don't want to talk about quantity. I think everybody can see what quantity is. Talk, talk to me about quality from your aspect. Ah, uh, quality it's rare. <laughs> Um I think you know, any anyone you personally watch a lot right now as I speak right now the only uh creator mm-hmm. that I've been following and I've been really enjoying his content is Rafsan the Choto bhai the food blogger because mm-hmm. I see the authenticity in him right like dude's real dude knows right. what's up all right I really like that awesome among the uh Also I would love to talk about Nuhash I think he's, he he knows his game yep. all right let's talk about quality right <laughs> but you see at yeah. the end of the day they're not getting those millions and millions yeah. and millions I and mean, millions of views Rasan's been doing well in terms of engagement as well like yeah. he was actually a guest in the, in the show as well yeah I think oh, somewhere in the middle of the episodes yeah. and I saw his name in, yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah, list yeah. yeah and he spoke to me about uh, you know one thing that attracted me the most was how he built this community which will stick with him no matter what like if you and i guess i know you don't read the comments as much but that's something i found out like it has helped me personally when i actually literally go through what everyone has to say about him no matter what he does hmm. 
he will get the craziest number of comments. And usually when you see like a big number of comments and shares, again, I go through it and I see there are no, you know, Prince Al Mahmoud and Akashimek comments, like just random, you know, stuff that don't matter. These are people who he has targeted, people hmm. who are his audience that fits his demographic and he still gets the numbers. So that what attracted me the most about Total um, It's not just about the quality in terms of you know um, the audience he targets, but he also is getting the numbers. He's definitely getting the numbers, that's for sure. Yeah, and he's spilling the stuff. Yeah. But Nuhash, you know, he's one of my favorite directors oh, as well right he's now. He's so good. Um, he's, you know, I've worked on a on a music video with Ijaz as well. I mean, uh-huh. know his work, but Ijaz and Nuhash also currently working on. Ijaz Madi, correct? Oh man, yeah, yeah. he's really good. He's, he's really is good. awesome. Yeah, we worked on a couple of music videos together, and then yeah. he's working with Nuhash. Um, and Nuhash's work is also getting featured on Netflix yeah. soon. Iti Tomar Dhaka. I can't wait to see it. It's, oh I'm man, it feels so it, good. So. But you know there are other content, Bangladesh content on Netflix as well? Yeah, there was already a couple there. That, yeah. um, I can't remember the name. Kamala right Rocket now. was one. Correct. Yeah. This and year. I don't know the other one. Right. Uh, I forgot the other one as well. But but it's, it's it feels so good, awesome. dude. Absolutely. Also, ch- uh, check this guy out in case if you don't know. Uh, Show me Patwari. On Instagram, right, right, dude. He, um, he, he represents. He, re- he directed all the ASAP um, Rocky, Migos um, videos as well. In fact, he, I think, I think I was just checking him out yesterday. Um, he follows one of my favorite, not follows, his name follows on Instagram. One of my favorite directors as well, Tahai Smile. Tahai Smile, oh the man. GTA, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, all yeah. GTA work. He's dude, just talk about small package with big impact. I know, it's like that video was just so good five years, six years dude. ago. Um, and he's these, been killing it. These people this. are like, you know, they're ahead of time. Talk to me about your discipline in terms of morning routine and stuff. When I watched that video you had um, on Boom about uh, what you, I guess... Uh, Ten everyday essentials. Yeah, correct. Things you can't live without essentially. Yeah. Um, you seem to be a very organized person. Um, I love I that about, about you. Thanks. Um, how much of that does, you know, play a role in your day how much of that does um, that does that play uh, a you know a role in your day to day life, especially in helping you create? I guess you kind of answered that with the work yeah, sort of e- things, but every day that was not scripted, right. that was legit. That's me, mm. <laughs> of course, legit. Right, <laughs> and that's why like um, so um, uh, f- uh, reading filtered messages, yeah. surprising a fan. These yeah. were all yeah. my shows, but yeah. I'm like, nah, I, I don't fit there. Right, right. I'm, that's a great show, but this is a show. I was like, I fit there. Yeah. And then, like, you know, these play a great role. Yeah. In fact, like, you know, uh, recently I got into a new hobby, which is making music. I'm a noob, but still yeah, I'm doing I it because... Well. Yeah, because yeah, I see... I think that's how I procrastinate, yeah. right? I'm doing something, I'm doing something. Yeah. And when I go, ah, so that's how it goes. That's when the beat drops, right? <laughs> right? So that's how I do it. And, like, you know, uh, one thing I've learned from the internet, seeing all these big people who I really look up to, including yeah. Philip Kotler, like, yeah. oh, man, I've learned so much from Philip Kotler. Right. Right, that um, the first thing I do every morning is uh, you make your bed because yeah. uh, every successful person... on your Insta stories yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 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 uh, uh, making your bed when you wake up, it's basically you just accomplished the first, first task, task of the yeah, day. Correct. And uh, if I'm not wrong, it was... Uh, someone from the defense in the USA correct this speech that yeah exactly the speech a, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I heard it from him and dude it actually makes a lot of sense right and meditation dude it's magic really 
Uh, have you been able to stick to it? Yes. Nice. You've I had am space? F- like proudly addicted to meditation. This yeah. is like a whole different trip. Because it took me, if I'm not wrong, 18 days. Yeah. Because initially, like all those booties were in front of me when I would close yeah. my eyes yeah, and yeah, I could yeah. not focus. Because you right. see, our head is eaten up by so much of crap that yeah. we don't need to know. Yeah. And like headspace. Okay, fine. And we know what headspace is. You really need to know what headspace is. And right. when you have the headspace, that's headspace. when you have, like, you know, a lot of place to think about. Right. So, yeah, man, like, you know, just, it's okay. Like, you know, party, have fun. Yeah. You need your recreation. Yeah. There's a kid inside me. Yeah. This kid loves to party. Right. But then but again. But also making sure that everything's kind of exactly. right. So, exactly. routine's super important. Yeah. Um, future of the digital content industry. Both in Bangladesh or anywhere else, I guess. We were talking about people like Nuhash, right. Taha. Yeah. They should make more. More stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah. These kind of qu- like content should come up more. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, stop. Like if someone's making it there, yeah. let him or her go there. Right. Stop pulling that person yeah. back. Like that's a bad habit. Dude. I think it's okay to criticize. When Constructive when criticism correct, is fine. Correct, but, but not the... Stop yeah, making me feel like shit. Yeah. What did I <laughs> do to do, you? Just cause you're... Yeah. Like yeah. It's, 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 There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. That's not cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Exactly. So it's 2020. Exactly. Exactly. Um, personal goal in five years. Get married. Nice. Uh, five years. Huh? Then uh, adopt a child. Okay. Adopt. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, I'll sh- oh, man. I just want to be a great father. Dude. Uh, yeah. Apart from that, uh, maybe get bald totally because okay. uh, it's it's almost going there. Five years and yes. hopefully uh, I wasted. I literally have blown up uh, the savings I've had to buy a car. Like right. I saved up thrice. I've blown it up. Like oh, never mind on trips. But maybe get one. Yeah. Make my wife happy. That's all. That's it. Awesome, have man. a good life, dude. I just want to have fun, dude. Right. <laughs> With your, um, oh, I just want to, you know, comment on your morning routine as well. Um, you've become like fitter over the years. Um, obviously, that also had a big part to play. You know, just in, by fitter, I mean you know physically, you you look better, you look in better shape. Uh, Thank you. How much of that has, has played? You know, do you do this every day, like working out and stuff, or do you just schedule it in your? So uh, last year. I really got into it, yeah. And uh, I lost twenty five kilos in three months. Fantastic. And I was not hard on myself. Right. I just followed a few basics: no sugar, no soda. Right. Like even if I'm having a drink, not with like with soda, not with carbonated drinks and all right. that. Yeah, yeah. Go easy on yourself. Yeah. But then I took it for granted, <laughs> and then I stopped working out. Yeah. And now I'm gonna make a new journey. But dude, you know the best thing that I figured out from this living healthy thing. Yeah. It's not just about the body and the muscle and like, you know, I go to the, it's about the self-esteem, dude. When you feel, you feel confident, like gym. Like it changes you. Dude, you feel good. Like imagine you're comfortable and confident wearing the cloth that could not make you feel that way the other day. Right. That's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 good to see you know people kind of taking them their health seriously, and that's a big thing we kind of were never taught early on, especially now with the creative line of things where creativity hits all these different times of the day. Right. Taking care of self always becomes the last priority for many. So it's good to see like, some of 
you have um, taken that step. Um, appreciate. Finally, every good things come to an end, huh? It does. Um, three actionable steps that someone in the creative fields can take. Literally, taking their headphones off while listening to this, after listening to this, and the key word is actionable. And it's it can't be be yourself, go dream. Actionable steps that they can take to walk your path as a video creator, I guess. Set your objective, mm-hmm. do your homework, give a test to yourself, and then do your homework again. All right? And then roll the dice. Right. Simple. Be yourself, all this motivational, like go to Google. Yeah. Google will tell you that. And learn your audience. Yeah. That's important. That's so true. All right? You need to know, like, you know, I invite you over yeah. and I make, I don't know, like I'm okay. someone invites me and gets, gets me sushi, yeah. I can't even hold chopsticks. So it's of no use. Right. So you need to know your audience, right? So yeah, do your homework yeah. and don't rush. Do not rush. Do not, do not rush. Right. All right, take your time. Good things take time. It's okay. <laughs> take your time and then release it only when you know you're ready. Right. And do it for yourself, dude. Because yeah. it will only work out when you're satisfied. Or else you're gonna cringe. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you can't make yourself happy, then shit. Did okay. I give like more than three? That's fine. Huh? That's okay. Yeah. More two. Asif, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's it's one. It's pretty much like a late night show. Isn't Yo, it? check this out. Check this out. Check this out. So this is what I was I was gonna tell you. Hoping this to be my best show. Haven't had a satisfying show so far. And yeah, man. Dude, means a lot. Thanks uh, for coming in. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Legit. It's, uh, you know, it, uh, I, I, I want to call it the late night show, <laughs> but I don't think I should. Because this is the only late night one. Thanks, Asif. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you.